Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I am Ambrosia. Hello. That did not match up our energy. Like... (laughs) I think we were both trying to be other than how we normally are. We're always trying to bring like a fresh new spin and it never works out. So maybe we should just resign to being the good old ambient Alexa that we always are. Let's let's just be us. That's a good idea. <laughs> how are you doing, Ambrosia? I am doing well. I'm doing well. I have these baby hairs in the front that keep sticking out and driving me nuts. But other than so that, sorry. I'm doing well. You know, it's not a bad day if that's my biggest problem. I took my kids to the beach yesterday and we played in the park and then we went and got these milkshakes that are a foot tall. Oh my God, that sounds heavenly. <laughs> They're crazy. Oliver ordered um, a cotton candy one and it had a whole thing of cotton candy sticking out of it and donuts coming off of the straw. And my Did husband he throw was- up? No, it just spilled all over himself. And like, I had a stomach ache for mine because it was too much sugar. But my husband was like, who are you? You are never let the kids have this much sugar. I'm like, I don't know. I'm having a day. One of those days where you just need to like indulge, but... I actually indulged yesterday too in, and I actually had a stomach ache from sugar too. And I literally can't remember the last time that's happened. And I was just like, yeah, because we had Passover yesterday. And uh, my family and I still celebrate Passover, even though like we're very, I was raised Jewish, but like we, so there's certain things we celebrate and certain things we don't, but Passover, we really like to just celebrate by eating the food, not any of the other (laughs) um but my mom made chocolate covered matzah like salted caramel chocolate covered matzah Ooh, that sounds good guys i she sent it home with us and i was like no no don't she's like no i no let's send it home i'm like no no we're not taking it and my husband's like we'll take it i'm like you're taking this with you to work tomorrow you're not leaving this at home there's no way so i sent it send it to work it will be gone yeah Yeah. when I got home my husband was like do you want some M&Ms I'm like I can't get away from me I'm gonna throw up I can't even um yeah well to yesterday so that was yesterday I guess right during the full moon so yesterday was the full moon in Libra and it's interesting because the full moon in Libra is all about balance and bringing more balance into our lives within our relationships and our businesses and maybe our health. Um, very interesting because all... Not for us. We go hard. Yeah. When, we, when we go unhealthy, it's hard. 
Anyway, I'm joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really interesting that the topic of balance is coming up so strongly because um, in a lot of ways for the past couple of weeks, I've been, I feel like the universe has really been showing me where I have been out of balance. It, and it's so interesting too, because it's like, you can be out of balance for a little while, you know, mm-hmm. until it's suddenly either you're able to really see it or the universe is able to deliver you like a in-your-face manifestation so that you're like, oh, dang, this is really, I really need to do something to get back in balance. So um, so yeah, we thought we would talk about this today, about about this full moon, about coming into balance and, and share some tools and tips and techniques that, you know, we've we've used to get back in balance. So mm-hmm. Ambie, how's how what is your experience of this full moon been? Um this full moon has brought a lot of emotion and a lot of energy. Um maybe a lot of emotion that um I didn't know was there or that I've been um suppressing and kind of like right in my face. I think that as far as like balance goes in the past, I've always been the type of person that will overextend myself a lot. And that can be from a multitude of things, but let's just stick with the topic. So I've always been the type of person that's like, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this, it's fine. I I can handle it all, No, not a big deal. And I used to get really sick from it. Do you remember those days where I was sick like every week? And I would always, um, I would always get this image of like my guides, like body slamming me on the bed, like lay down, (laughs) down. rest. Yeah. Just sleep. So let the bodies hit the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness. And this could be because we're not around anybody. And so there's, like really no reason for me to get sick at this point. Um, But I haven't been sick in a really long time. It feels good. I love it. I really appreciate it. Um, But also I feel like I'm more aware of where my energy is going and I'm very cautious and conscious of when it feels like my health is going out of balance, when it feels like I'm doing too much or, okay, I'm starting to get a sore throat or this is happening And that means that I need to rest. And it's not necessarily causing like panic, like I'm dying like it did in the past, but it's just causing me to like evaluate where is there an energy leak and how can I kind of bring that back? Mm. Very well said. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And I think it's really crucial to have moments, you know, in your life where you do do those evaluations because we can get so caught up with all the things we're doing, all of our, quote, obligations, and then all of the beautiful things we're creating in the world, right? And Mm -hmm. also, you know, when you are creating things, beautiful things in the world, you can also um, justify, like, leaking your energy sometimes because you're like, well, I have to do all these things and serve all these people. And it's like, I feel like we're really being brought back to the reminder that you can't serve anyone if you're not serving yourself, you know, you in, in a multitude of ways, like you cannot give from a cup that's empty. You cannot go to a higher level to serve more people if you're not in balance yourself or if you're not at your optimal state of health. I've shared on this podcast, I think last week that 
I've had a lot of like really weird things popping up in my body, really odd. Like I broke a toe, like that doesn't, and I don't even know how, like weird, weird stuff like that. And I was really catching myself having like a pity party being like, what's, what's wrong with me? And why does this keep happening to me? And what's going on? And what that actually allowed me to do was really get familiar once again with that state of being because like just like you said about not being sick I really haven't I don't really um, align with that thought process much anymore like that's not my normal state of being to get into like a worry spiral or like why is this happening to me well like victim a lot of victim mentality Mm -hmm. I'm happy to say I really feel like I've risen out of a lot of that and that's not my norm anymore so it's interesting that you like it almost feels like we're being shown like these other parts it's like Sure, you don't have any of this left or anything you need to learn more from here or, you know, um, it's almost like I see the scales flipping the other direction so that you can come more into perfect balance here by saying, by by realizing what is the true you, you know, and Mm -hmm. what is your truest expression of being, which is when you are in really a state of balance, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And and I feel like it's okay if it, you get off balance. I feel like we naturally first, like, oh, I'm out of balance. So there's something wrong with me or I've done something wrong or bad. And I don't think that that's the case. It's always just about learning. Okay. I need to shift this way or I need to change this because I don't want to have this result. Um, But it's not like I've done this terrible thing and I'm now being punished. Yeah. I think that's really important too because we can we're so sensitive as humans we can get so hard on ourselves and when that doesn't help at all it doesn't help us turn it around at all. Mm-hmm. I was actually noticing how like <laughs> I, like I had a, like a bad Friday and then I told myself okay on Saturday you're going to wake up and you're going to do it right and you're going to get it right because I actually had like an exciting thing to do on Saturday. I was going to go see a ton of my friends who I haven't seen in so long who make me so happy in New York because it was one of their birthdays. And I woke up and was like, I'm going to get it right. I was like trying to really do all the right things, which is, I mean, it's a good intention, but I was still kind of beating up on myself in the process. And what ended up happening was it was like, I got frustrated even in that and I was feeling that frustration spill over into like conversations with my husband and stuff. And I was really seeing how this kind of rigidity was actually really not serving me. And all I really needed to do was just kind of let go, go to my happy place, like not try to be this perfect being, right? Mm-hmm. Because that that really I think can, can bring us down and bring our energy down. Um, and so, um, so yeah, it was nice. I got to go play like this outdoor. It was like supposed to be laser tag, but it ended up being, you know, paintball. It wasn't paintball. It was called jelly ball. And you had like a paintball gun, but the little pellets in it were made of jelly that were basically 99% water. When it hit you, it felt like a little sting, but then it would just disintegrate into like water molecules so we were oh, like playing this cool. it was really fun I got to like go be a little kid and like run out my energy which I feel like really helped because it just helps kind of attune you back to like having fun moving your body being with other people um yeah and so um so yeah I, I really like that point and I think that Um, one of the other things that has really been coming up lately, I can't remember if I shared this on the podcast before, but 
I think it's a really powerful thing to do to ask ourselves more empowering questions when we are in a state of maybe feeling like when we're asking the other questions, right? We're kind of in a state of like a negative spiral. So we might be like, why is this happening to me? Why do I Mm -hmm. keep doing this? Yada, yada. And a question that was shared with me by someone recently is like, how is this the best thing that could have happened? How is this, how is this, it's really saying, how is this happening for me? But it's saying Mm -hmm. like, how is this the best thing that could have happened? Even if it's a negative thing or even if it's a thing you didn't want to happen, it's like, it immediately opens up all these possibilities in your mind and all of this new energy and points you in that new direction of, oh, this is actually serving me. And so you can start to take those steps in in in, in the better feeling direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I and I feel like sometimes that we get really lost in the the computer program of why did I mess up? How can I avoid this in the future? Oh my God, I suck at this, et cetera, et cetera. So it's nice to reframe those questions of how is this actually the best thing that's happened to me? Or um, just moving into like a slightly higher vibration, like a, just a slight shift of, okay, well, I feel neutral about this. And then we can move into like, how is this a good thing that helped me? Totally. And I also want to, when you were describing that, I was actually seeing you dancing, like some, or just putting on music, even just putting on music, I think can like really shift the vibration. Um, I was listening to a lot of music this weekend. Um, Another thing that was coming through this weekend was, because I think that with this full moon, I've heard a lot of people expressing they were feeling very overwhelmed. And I know I certainly was, and I know Mm -hmm. you certainly were. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I think that a full moon can really do that to people in general. I, it's, it's really interesting. Um, A couple years ago, me and my husband went down to Belize and um, we went on that, you know, we were at this resort and there were certain things you could do, excursions and stuff. So one of the things we did was we went on a medicine walk with one of the guys who worked on the, um, at the res- resort. And basically he took us into like the jungle with like a machete, just the three of us. And he would like Jesus walk around. <laughs> well, the reason he had a machete was because he would like cut open certain plants and show us like, look, this is this is what's in here. There's like actual medicine. This can heal this and this and this. And he was talking about all the plants and all the thing, all the medicine that's available in the jungle and nature. Mm-hmm. And in Belize, they're much more connected connected to nature and much more like holistic. And so uh, anyway, he was talking about – we started talking about the moon and he was talking about how, oh, yeah, everyone knows. Like you, you don't harvest your plants. Like if you're going to cut down this plant, you do not want to harvest it unless it's a full moon. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, because it, – like, it was like, duh, because um, – when it's a full moon, it's at it. It has its most water content. If you oh. if you harvest it when it's a new moon, it doesn't have hardly any water to sustain after it's been cut. So it'll like shrivel up and not not be um, sustainable. Oh, it won't survive. So he was like, yeah, yeah, like because the moon pulls out all that water. Mm-hmm. And so the moon is doing the same thing to us, you know, as humans. So I always get that image in my mind when I think of the full moon. I think of him talking about the plants. And I'm like, we're just more complicated plants, you know. We are. So all that water moving around in the body and water represents the emotions, you know. It can have us feeling very overwhelmed uh, and just like there's a lot of electricity going on (laughs) inside our body. And so, um, you know, another message I got this weekend was – when you think that you need to speed up, 
that's actually when you need to slow down. Mm. Like when your mind is telling you, I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to do this and how am I going to do this? And ah, I got to, I got to just work faster and work harder. And I got to, and, and also I have to sacrifice more because that's mm-hmm. what our minds will tend to tell us. Well, now you have to cut out sleep and you have to get up earlier and you have to, you can't do that fun thing you were going to do because now you have to do all this. It's like, yeah. That is the worst time to sacrifice. <laughs> that is the worst time mm. because in actuality, if you can ha- if you can tell yourself, actually, I can slow down and everything's going to be okay. I don't have to speed up. I can actually go slower here. I can actually take a breath and take a break and be more intentional with my time. It actually reflects that back out into the universe, which then reflects back to you and says, yes, you can take a breath. Yes, you do mm. have the space. And when you do it the other way, which is something I tried to do this weekend, I tried to sacrifice, it'll just smack you right back in the face and be like, this wasn't, this didn't work out anyway. You yeah. know, you might as well have taken the break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that. And I definitely will, will do that. Yeah. It's like this, um, when you go to the grocery store, <laughs> I'm seeing a visual of like when you go to the grocery store and you don't get a cart, Right. And you're like, I just need a few things. And then you're like holding all of these things. I've done this so many times. You're holding all of these things and things are like falling off of you. And I've had employees come up to me and go, do you want a cart? Nope. Nope. I can do this. I can carry all of this on my own. Don't offer to help me with your stupid cart. What a crazy idea. (laughs) But if you just put it in the cart, you'd be much more comfortable. And then you won't be so panicked and you can see things clearly. That's such a good analogy because I so relate to that. I've yeah. totally been that person. And I'm always trying to balance, for some reason, I'm always trying to balance things that are round on top of each yeah. other, <laughs> which never works out. Like, we um, forget physics. Like, yeah. here we go. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's The fine. melons will stay on top of each other. I have a chin that can yes. smush it together. Yes. But it's also like, I, I totally, re- that's such a perfect analogy because it's like, why do we think... There's something in our minds that says, don't get the cart. That'll take too long. You'll have to maneuver it. And it, it's like, no, it's just. got to walk all the way back you're gonna, to the front. Yeah. When in actuality, it's really going to save you time. It's going to save you energy. Like you said, you can be more relaxed. And, you know, I think there's so many choices like that, that we're just trained to think, let me do it the faster way. Let me bypass this tool that can actually help me streamline this. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can make life easier for ourselves. Carrie, Carrie on Facebook, by the way, says the grocery card analogy is on period point. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's so true. I tell, I'll tell myself like, you're only going to get three things. Okay. You're only going to do this. And then I have all of these things in my hand, but the truth is I'm going to get those things anyway. Just grab a fucking cart. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's no harm in this. It's Okay. Shira says, you should have seen the obstacle course I created for myself at Target the other day with this exact analogy. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, Allison Taylor says, I needed this pep talk today. I've been feeling so overwhelmed today, and now I know I'm not alone. Just get a shopping cart, Allison. You got this. Get your spiritual shopping cart, girl. That's right. (laughs) Whatever that is for you. And, you know, um, and I'm glad that you shared that, Allison, because you aren't alone. And I think that all of us are going through a lot of growing pains right now. And... Mm -hmm. It's awesome because I think we're all really moving to that next level and I can feel that and it feels exciting. I'm like, ooh, I actually, 
I've been doing some meditations recently and I keep feeling like, okay, first of all, I keep being shown this like gorgeous, okay, it's like the future is being shown to me. It's like, I feel like someone's pulling back the curtain and being like, look, and I see this, it's like golden, whatever it is, it's like a golden paradise and the warmth of the gold is so apparent and it just feels like, and then I keep feeling like I'm being told like, you think you didn't know what was coming with the pandemic. You didn't know that. And that was like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what's coming like that. Like in a similar way, you don't know what's coming Coming. that's a really positive thing. Like just yeah. wait. Do you feel that? I do feel that. Someone, and this is interesting because someone asked me this weekend. I don't remember where I was. It's a lot going on now. But they were like, do you see another wave of the pandemic coming? And I was like, oh, I don't want to feel into that. Like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Just like everybody else. Like, I'm not sure. And then they were like, oh, I don't want you to feel into it either. Don't feel into it. But then I had to feel into it. And I don't, God, I hope I'm not wrong. I don't necessarily see a negative impact, like a tidal wave coming. I do feel like there are other things coming, like you're saying, but I think it's going to be really positive. I think it's going to be really happy and uplifting. Yeah, it feels like this golden, I just keep wanting to say golden, it just, uh, the golden age, it feels like a, maybe maybe that's what it is, ushering in the golden age, but it's kind of like, you've been through the, I've heard you say this to people, Ambie, you've been through the worst of it, mm-hmm. right, you've been through the worst of it, it can only get better from here, and in and we're only getting stronger. We're only getting wiser. We're only getting more connected. It's like, I just keep seeing like that. It's like a firework or like an explosion, but like a good explosion, like a explosion of power and light. And anyway, the point is, I think it's normal that when we're going, we're, we're going to this next level as a collective and as a being, just as like a, a, a yeah, a human being, it's normal to go through these growing pains and to feel alone and to feel like, oh, this is just something that I'm struggling with or, oh, I'm back at that thing again, you know? But it's, it's, this is why it's so important to talk to each other. This is why it's so mm-hmm. important that we have apps and platforms like Facebook or like um, Clubhouse um, because we get to have these conversations and realize we're not alone. Not only are we not alone in going through this stuff, but like, we're not alone in thinking this way. We're not yeah. alone in perceiving things this way. Mm-hmm. And, that's and I feel like I agree with that. And I feel like it's interesting because the golden age was all about um, new creation. It was all about like new inventions, information, things like that. And so I do feel like that is very similar to what's happening now with um the creation of, of Clubhouse and other platforms that really connect people as compared to other platforms like Facebook or Instagram that really offer that disconnection mm-hmm. and that um, isolation feeling. So I hope this is a golden age as far as information and things like that go. I really love that you brought that up, Ambi. That got me really excited because I feel like this is just me. But I really do feel like a lot of technology has been suppressed from us. Um, I really do feel like there is technology available that even when you just think about the car, the whole thing with the electric car, like um, the electric car was actually invented much earlier than it was 
released, right? But it was mm-hmm. squashed by the, I think it was like Ford or something. I don't know, because they, because of gas and oil, they wanted that business to continue. Makes so sense. I really do feel like there's so much technology that is available that just has not been made mainstream yet. And I feel like now it's coming. And not only is it coming, not only is it good that it's coming, but it's also like the right time for it to come because again, when we are introduced to new technology and power, we need to be able to handle it. Like we need mm-hmm. to be able to do it, to utilize it responsibly and be in a heart-centered and grounded state of mind. Whereas I think this is bringing up the history of Atlantis, right? I think that that is what happened in Atlantis the technology was so prevalent, but the hearts and the minds of people were focused on the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And it went bad, right? It, it, it was used for the wrong thing. Um, or it got out of control. So, by the way, I am reading a book right now, and I only read, like, a couple chapters every couple weeks. I'm going through it really slow because I'm, like, really letting it marinate. Um, it's called A Hypnotist's Journey to Atlantis, and it's so cool because it's one uh, QHHT practitioner's uh, accounts of all of her clients who are talking about being in Atlantis, Lemuria, and ancient Egypt, and it's, like, mind-blowing. I highly recommend it. Um, but anyway, so it feels like it's the right time for us to have this technology because new technology, because we're all more in a better, we're in a better place for it spiritually. Um, also this is cool. Taylin Drake on Facebook said, that's so crazy. I have been meditating and seeing golden light energy and constantly seeing one, 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 Ooh, I like it. Wow. That gave me goosebumps. I like it too. What a perfect synchronicity. Oh, that was a good one. Do you know that um, in the golden age, it was also considered gold and things of that nature were considered godly because they were Mm -hmm. of the highest value. I did not know that. Yeah. Learned a lot about that age from uh, homeschooling. So you're welcome, everyone, for the Wait, when was the golden age? Um, I want to say it was right around the Renaissance time. Hmm. And what was so special about the golden age? It was just a time when a lot of things were being invented. Kind of, uh, yeah, a lot of new inventions, a lot of information, a lot of tradings that happened throughout different countries and continents. So it was a, it was a lot of different um, opportunities were opening up. Oh, yeah. It's so in alignment. So in alignment. Mm-hmm. And then when you're talking about like all the trading and stuff, I see that as so like we're all connecting with even just um I've been noticing myself I've been I've been really drawn to connecting with communities that I don't usually connect with. Mm-hmm. It's like this new switch in my brain. It's almost like um I'm starting to I feel like I'm becoming aware of myself deprogramming the part of me that is like oh, I am a white straight um woman so and I like these things so therefore I go to the things that match that right it's like I'm starting to I don't know what you call that but it's like I'm starting to deprogram that and go oh I could go where I know or I can go and understand a different space and a different culture and a different way of thinking and so I've been really like inserting myself into these different um areas whether in clubhouse or on tiktok or whatever Um, And I think that's a really cool sign of like, that's really happening to everyone. Everyone's starting to realize, oh, I, I need to learn about the other people of the world or the other spaces that I don't normally go into, right? Mm -hmm. And in that way, once we start to learn and understand each other, 
that's going to just like transform so much. I was also talking to my parents last night about um, how I'm realizing that a lot of people that I know, Amber, you're one of them. You've been out of the country, but you said you've never been really, well, you've been to Jamaica, right? I've been in Jamaica. That's the only time I've been out of the country is Jamaica. Yeah. But a lot of people have never been out of the country because my mom was telling me how my cousins have never, some of my cousins who they've never been out of the country, they were supposed to go, but they didn't. And I was like, you know what? It's crazy. I think a lot of people in our country have never been out of the country Mm -hmm. and it makes a lot of sense just in the way that we think of ourselves and maybe the way we see the rest of the world. And I'm interested if after this pandemic, much like you've shared, Ambie, that like now you're like, I'm going, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going, if more people will travel and push themselves and have different perspectives on the world as a whole, you know? You know, so I want to share this. So I will never, ever, and I don't mean to offend anybody when I share this story, okay? So I grew up in San Diego. I went to high school there. So we're very, very close to the border in San Diego, literally probably a 30-minute drive to across the border to Mexico. And I am very aware that Tijuana is not like other parts of Mexico. Very, very aware of that. So I don't want to say anything ignorant in that speak. But I will tell you, there was this party that I went to. I was probably 17 years old. We were talking about going to Cabo for spring break. Okay. And I will never forget that this man said to me, if you go to Tijuana, you will get kidnapped. And I was like, what? And he was like, I get paid a lot of money to kidnap women like you that look Mm -hmm. exactly like you. And I was like, "Um, I'm sorry, what? He's like, you're exactly what I'm looking for. And I remember keeping my eye on this guy the whole night, like you are not coming near me, but it has scared me so badly to not leave the country. Like ever since then. So I, any country, like I've been so terrified because this guy was like, um, like freaked the f- yeah basically when he so, says I get paid a lot of money yes. to kidnap people uh, just yes. like you and now I'm like, I would have called an, the police as an adult <laughs> yes you would call the police but like you're a 17 year old child like oh oh my god yeah I was like oh my god, oh my god never again am I ever leaving my room so wow. and then you know thinking back like I should have called the police he's a human trafficker I should yeah. have yeah oh, but like he's trying to front like one so, at least so terrifying. So I just wanted to share that. But wow. like, well, <laughs> I don't know where to go. I'm, so I'm not saying that people don't do that and that that's not a possibility, but, but I, people do that in America too. Yeah. I, Human trafficking happens all over, including America. And America's not a super which, safe country. Which, so. by the way, you guys, I, I'm, Ambie and I currently have like some money floating between us in paypal because oh yeah it because (laughs) ambi wrote that it was for in the description of a transaction that it was for certain people like this person this person this person names and because i was working with some of her clients and now paypal's like sorry we need full documentation of who these people are and whatever because um, I, they won't say it, but it's pretty clear that it's like tripped up. Like they're pretty sure they think we're paying for people, Trafficking people. Yeah. Which is yeah, crazy so. because I'm like, we, we 
We are activists against not trafficking people. Yeah. <laughs> this is very serious. But yeah, no, but my point is that it happens all over. And I understand this now, but as a child, that's one of the reasons I never wanted to leave. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. And I think fear is something that holds a lot of people back from a lot of different things. Um, not only like leaving somewhere that you're comfortable with, but um, doing things that you're comfortable with, even when it's crazy, you know what I mean? Even when it doesn't make sense, it's still that level of comfort and, and you already know what's, what's going to happen. So I am well aware that, um, not all parts of the world are like this. I'm also well aware that Mexico is not like this. Um, it's just something that someone said to me that like, like yeah. really brings it up every time. And, and it probably also really resonated with you and where you were at that time in your life of like mm-hmm. being in a real state of fear. And it gave you reason to stay where you were. It gave you, it was a match to your, you know, your level of vibration at that point, right? And yeah. now you've grown so much and now, and after COVID, and I've heard you say this so many times, it made you realize, no, I want to go. I want to go. I can feel that there's more calling me. I can feel that there are places I want to see and want to be and and it's really, it really is eye-opening when you when you leave the country because when I studied abroad in Amsterdam, that was, I think that was my first time out of the country. And when I got to Amsterdam, I really thought that I was going to be that cool foreign exchange student. Like everyone was going to want to know that I was from America and like, like ask me questions and stuff because I had foreign exchange students at my high school and mm-hmm. I was, that was what it was like for me. I was so interested in them. So anytime I met people, when I first got to Amsterdam, I'd be like, oh yeah, we're from the United States. Like, you know, like trying to let them know. And they'd be like, Oh, okay. And then like they wouldn't really want to talk to us. So I had a friend with us who she went to our same college in the United States, but she was from Canada. And she'd always be like, well, I'm from Canada. And I'd be like, yeah, but like you go to school in the US. Like I was so ignorant to the whole thing at the time. And anyway, every time she said that, people would be really nice to her. So then I realized through experience that like, oh, people don't like the US and they would scream yeah. George Bush at us. And like, I mean, this was during the time of George Bush. But the point is, it was through my experience of leaving the country that I got to understand that. If I hadn't have left the country, I genuinely might not have understood that, that the people look at us in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important whether you're leaving the country or you're just leaving the um, typical space that you occupy, whether that be physical or digital, mm-hmm. um, that you put yourself in new spaces intentionally because it really helps you understand more of the um, like global consciousness and what's going on on the whole rather than just from your perspective, which is very limited even just by the algorithms which you, you, you which are on social media and you might not even realize it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, hold on. So there's. Do we some... have a lot of comments about my story because you're smiling. <laughs> the way you're smiling makes me. No. Feel there. Like... Well, let me let me start back. So first of all, Shira said something earlier when we were talking about Atlantis. I think she said I actually had a memory regarding battling in the Orion Wars, and it wow. was about energy technology. That's crazy. I've that's heard a so lot exciting. about these. What'd you say, Ambie? I said that's exciting. I've heard a lot about those wars, and I'm very intrigued by them. I would like if someone would make a movie or a book so I could better understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Debbie Lopez says, yes, shifting perceptions. Emily Atherton says, I've never been out of the country either. I'd love to someday, though. Emily, Um, we should go together. We'll hold hands together and go out of the country. Inner Bloom trip to that castle. 
Yeah, in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, Ambie and I were looking at a castle that can hold 50 people the other day in Scotland, just saying. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Drake says, my significant other and I are selling our house and are planning on traveling as soon as possible. Awesome. Where are you going to go? Good for you. Um, Stacy says, we took our kids to Mexico when they were young and they were shocked at how others live. Very eye-opening. Children were attending outdoor schools and often work full-time after the age of 10. Wow. That's, that's, that's interesting. Shira says um, about her Orion memory, I was completely taken back by it and have since been having technology issues like trying to trigger me or something or like I need to pay attention to this challenge. Mind-blowing. Hmm, uh, interesting. Debbie Lopez says, I feel the need to travel the world so deep in my soul. Do it! Do it, Debbie. And Carrie says Scotland for the win. Carrie was with us when we were looking at this castle in Scotland. Um, yeah. And and actually, Carrie was the one who was like, "We're all going to go to Scotland." So yeah. hopefully so that that intuition comes to fruition. Hopefully oh. that intuition comes to fruition. I like that I rhyme. So. I like that too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I like it. You know, it's interesting. I take something like COVID to be like what do you what do you really want and jump on it go do that thing yeah love it love it everybody's all like yeah scotland yeah travel go anywhere oh taylan said we're going anywhere that draws us beautiful well there's so many beautiful places to visit in this world so and so many pretty places and and so many you know one more thing to say about this so many places that contain like energy signatures that yeah. are, it's not explainable. It's like when you go there, you're called there because your soul wants to be there. There's some energy or something that needs to be activated to be there. When I went to Amsterdam, I did not plan to go to Amsterdam. My roommates were like, we're going to Amsterdam for study abroad. And I was like, I'm not going. They're like, no, we're going. Next thing I know, I'm on a flight to Amsterdam for the semester. And the second I get there, I feel like I already said this but on, on the podcast, but the second I get there, I was like, I'm home. Like, this is... This feels mm. like where I belong. I, I had kind of like my first spiritual awakening there, although I don't really call it that. But I've never felt so much like myself. And later in life, I look back. Actually, it was during Sonia Sophia's EFT uh, practitioner retreat where she had us do like a past life meditation. And I went back to Amsterdam and I realized that I had a past life there. And um and that's why I felt so familiar there. Or that's what I feel. I feel that I've had a past life there. I feel like that's why I felt like that was my home. Um, so, you know, and like I said, when I got there, something in me healed. And I felt like this part of me came out. So it's like sometimes places will draw you to them so that you can have just the experience of remembering a part of yourself or activating mm-hmm. a part of yourself. And that's really exciting to think about too. Mm, that is, Yeah. Ah, beautiful. Um, anything else you want to share about this, Ambie? No, I feel complete in this uh, in this topic. I feel really content with this topic. Don't send me hate mail about my story. I don't think or, anyone's. I don't think anyone's judging right, you about that. That's very scary. That's a very it scary thing very to be told. Scary. So, um, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, let's. Uh, we have. Um, we have announcements. We have many announcements. You go. You start first. Go ahead. Okay. Let's see. So first of all, um, we have our New Earth podcasting course, which Yay! is launching uh, the month of May. 
So it'll launch the first week in May and it'll be complete the last week of May. It's a four-week podcasting course. Ambie and I are both teaching it. It's going to be a live course with us. Uh, It should be one hour each week, um, maybe a little longer, but probably just an hour. It'll be recorded, so you'll always have access to it. And um, and yeah, we're really excited because we're going to go over not only podcast production, but podcast promotion, marketing, uh, cultivating your audience, monetization, and we're going to insert some fun woo-woo things that Ambie and I both do to really help you get energetically aligned with creating a podcast and putting it out into the world so people can hear it and hear your beautiful voice. So if you want to join us for this course, um, you can click the link in the show notes And uh, yeah, we start in the beginning of May, which is in just a little over a month. Yay. So exciting. Um, What are the announcements? Boxes. Thank you. Um, So we have our inner inner bloom boxes. I don't know what to constellation experience boxes. boxes. Thank you. Constellation boxes. That's our theme. Um, It's going to be quarterly. And so we are halfway through right now with our experience boxes. Um, If you haven't heard us talk about it, we're going to talk about it a little right now. When you get physical items that also translate into an experience, it's like a retreat in a box. So it'll help you with your spiritual development and also connecting with other community members. Um, We're not going to say what the physical items are in the box because we don't want to give away the surprise. But you don't want to miss out because it's going to be really exciting. We only have 50 of them available um, for our first time. And the link is going to be in the show notes on how to purchase it. And you can subscribe and unsubscribe as you see fit. And they're only $60. So that includes shipping and all of that good jazz. Yeah, we're really excited because these it's, it's actually kind of about to be last call for these boxes. Um, Stacy says, where do we order the box? We'll put the link in the show notes. Um, or Stacy, you can click, go to like our Instagram and click on the link tree and it should be linked at the top of our link tree. Um, so, uh, or you can message us directly. We'll send it to you. But, um, we, um, we, this is, it's about to be last call. You have about like a week and a half left to order because then mm-hmm. we are starting to put them together. There's some customization that has to happen with these boxes and, and things we need to get together. So we need to cut it off at some point and they're going to be sent out in kind of like the middle to end of April. Hey everyone, this is a quick little post recording interruption from Alexa, me. Um, so after we recorded this episode, a very, very kind person from our audience who wishes to remain anonymous reached out and said that they would like to offer three Inner Bloom Experience boxes for three random listeners. Um, it was an act of kindness that they wanted to do. They wanted to really share the love. It really touched Ambrosia and myself. And we happily accepted. And so what we agreed upon with them is that um, we are going to give away three experience boxes on behalf of this person. Um, And the way that you enter to win is by leaving us an iTunes review. We did a little giveaway like this uh, several months ago and it went really well. So we're going to do it again. Um, Send us a review on iTunes. You can submit very easily on your iPhone. Um, For those of you who don't have an iPhone, 
if you uh, want to leave us another review, um, whether you leave it on uh, Google Play or CastBox or um, even if you want to, you know, leave us a review maybe on Facebook, uh, there's lots of ways to do it. But our preferred way would be on iTunes because it really helps us reach new people and, um, and it went so well last time. So that's my little interruption update. Um, and we're really excited to give these away to three of you. So you'll need to submit soon, within the next week, uh, from the record from the release of this episode. So if you want in on possibly receiving an experience box, make sure you leave a review. Thank you so much, everyone, and thank you so much to this person who wishes to re- remain anonymous. They have such a big, kind heart, and it's a really sweet gesture. Um, so really, really excited about those. Uh, also, announcement for our Patreons this month, meaning April. <clears throat> The full, if you're in the full moon tier or not the full moon tier, the moon child tier or above, which is our $10 tier or any tier above that, you get access to, we do a moon circle once a month led by Leah Liebler. Well, this month we're really excited because um, Rob Lean, who's on this live, I think he's still here. Hey, Rob! And uh, Ricardo Pius. Did I say his last name right? I really hope I do. Um, They are the Inner Bloom hype men. They are amazing. If you guys don't know them, their energy is infectious. They're actually starting their own podcast uh, called Path of Inner Peace. And um, they're going to host this month's Moon Circle. And it's really exciting because they already do this. And they have such a following on Clubhouse and Instagram. People love their um, circles. So we're going to have them uh, guest circle this coming month. So... Um, if you want to get in on our moon circles, uh, you can go to our Patreon. Um, also, if you would like to get in on uh, monthly tapping with me, um, I do like a group tap at the beginning of the month. So um, that's $15 or above. Um, we have a lot of fun offerings. So go check out our Patreon. And uh, also let me know what you guys want me to, to tap on for the month of April because I always like to get suggestions from you guys. Mm, I like that. <sighs> Um, and one last thing, make sure you're all of our three podcasts that we launched through the network are out now. We have Pretty Intuitive with Nike and Amanda. We have Women Who Own Their Worth with Leela Veronica. And we just launched Sonia Sophia's. There's a tap for that, um, which is all about um, it, it gives you a free tap every week on a, on a specific topic. Um, so we're really excited about this and the network Constellation Lightwork. Make sure you check out these podcasts uh, if you're looking for more content to uplift you and give you tools and techniques to help you along your spiritual journey. There's a lot more coming from our podcast network soon. Um, And thanks for being a part of this journey with us, you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for your support. We love you guys so much. We want to include the community in a lot of fun different ways. So um, stay tuned because we have a lot of um, fun ideas coming down the line um like scotland hopefully if the world opens back up soon enough um so stay tuned and if you're on clubhouse make sure you follow us we're doing a room tomorrow tuesday every tuesday at 1 p.m eastern standard time we would love for you to come and chat with us and be a part of the conversation um we have a room called or a club called in her 
glow Glow. with inner bloom. (laughs) Uh, So we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being a part of this and being a part of our lives. And until next time, keep on blooming. Keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.